This is the Power Pies Podcast. My name is Sarah of Underground Crowds. We hit Bible topics, smash book studies, punch out some songs here and there, and light up his word to strengthen our souls. Thanks for listening. Lord, I pray that you help us with this last part of section of, seems like I've only gotten through two verses. Um, way more could be said about this book. Um, so I pray that you just guide, guide me through this last part, this last um, podcast on chapter 8. Help, help us to really focus on um, the benefits of really going through the work to unify, to restore. In Jesus' name, amen. So, in order to um, put this all in perspective, um, and you know, we're, you know, we're going to be kind of presumptuous here in saying, um, but not really, not really. If King Ahasuerus had not done what he did in these first couple of verses. The signet ring, the giving the house of Haman over to Esther, which also kind of derailed that demonic, that spiritual um, position that he had um, as she was God-fearing, the God of um, Jacob and Isaac um, and Abraham. Um, that was usurped. You have to keep in mind that that was usurped as well, so this is this was a spiritual battle won. Okay, these were um, this was a restorative process, as um, we know, um, had to take place for our own salvation. A restoration that was hard. I mean, I'm like, which word do I use? It was intentional. It was not going to happen by mistake. It was. Probably the most di- was the most difficult thing Jesus did, so it's going to be the most difficult thing that we've done in a lot of ways. Um, speaking from a church standpoint, speaking from a personal standpoint, restoring, I mean, anyone who's married and has deeply sinned, this is not a cakewalk. Um, this, is, this is hard, hard, hard work. And a lot of humility. But what we see happen, we don't see anywhere else in this book, is let's jump to the last verse. Um, Verse 17. Yeah, we'll just read the whole thing. In each and every province and in each and every city, wherever the king's commandment and his decree arrived. These are a key phrase here. There was gladness and joy for the Jews, a feast and a holiday. And many among the peoples of the land became Jews. There was a conversion that happened. And you can't say that if... Ahasuerus had just stopped. Maybe he he would have... I mean, you can't really speculate because that's not what happened. He usurped the spiritual authority that Haman had by putting Esther in charge. Okay? He elevated her. 
Mordecai, he gives the signet ring to. He elevated Mordecai and then gave Mordecai permission after Esther approached the king again. There's a key phrase in here. Then she said, if it pleases, we're at verse 5, if it pleases the king and I have found favor before him. Mm, let me make sure it's not earlier. Nope, it is. It's earlier. Verse 4, I'm sorry. The king extended, she cries again. This is verse 3. She cries again. She gets, she gets down. The king extended the golden scepter to Esther. So Esther arose. There's an elevation that happens. She arose. She's in this position. He has given her Haman's, Haman's uh, properties. Usurping the spiritual authority. And she goes to the king on behalf of the Jews again because there's something that's not settled, right? This is a law that was made when Haman was in office, for lack of a better word. He decided he wanted to kill all the Jews. It was signed, sealed, delivered, okay? It was going to happen. It was law. And so Esther... She said, Kim, we got, still got some things to take care of. But what does he do? He gives Mordecai the authority, as we read two podcasts ago, um, to write these letters and give the Jews permission to defend themselves. Well, I don't know. If you're going to come at somebody with your your pitchfork or whatever, but they got their own pitchfork. This is kind of a mute situation at this point. And they have just as much as authority to wipe you out. And every, listen to Mordecai's restoration of his very own people. Listen to this. So the king's scribes were called at the time, this is verse 9, in the third month, that is the month of Sivan, on the 23rd day and it was written according to all that Mordecai commanded to the Jews, the satraps, the governors, and the princes of the provinces, which extended from India to Ethiopia, 127 provinces. We are going to the exact places with the exact languages everywhere, Ethiopia to India. To every... and. To the extent, whatever extent it takes to restore people, what whoever was wronged, this is who we are reaching. Here's, the, here's another element of restoration that is really hard. And really hard for us to fathom when it comes to the cross of Christ. Who all is saved? Did he die for everybody? It's still none of our business, by the way. It's still none of our business who he died for, who didn't die for. If, the, if there was remission of all sins over all the earth or just the ones that decided to get saved, still none of our business. I'm just going to say that right now. But the difficult thing about restoration is that it is so, forgive the word, dang extensive, it seems. But here, here's the hope in that. Here's the hope in that. 
It is now out of your hands. Who all, who all needs restoring? I have no idea. I have no idea the extent of hurt these refugees are coming with. I had no idea that America was starting all these wars. I had no idea. And making refugees. It's a deadly cycle we got going. I, it's out of my... As soon as it's out of your hands, it's in God's. And this is the other humbling factor. Remember the last podcast. The first one is that, you know, that they're in, it's, it's going to feel like it's in your space. It's like right up in my space. The next one is it's totally extensive. Who knows all of the pain and the hurt these people represent? And they're in my church. I don't have the power. Bingo. Bingo, thank you very much. We all needed to hear that. We all needed to hear, you don't have the power to do this. Guess who does? Guess who does? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. So what does he say? To my 127 promises, to every providence according to the script and to every people according to their language, as well as to the Jews according to their script and their language. This is a mistake. These verbs, these words, they're just not a mistake. He wrote in the name of King Ahasuerus and sealed it with the king's signet ring and sent letters by couriers on horses, riding on streets, and by royal stud. In them, the king granted the Jews who were in each and every city the right to assemble. Where do we get that right? And to defend their lives. To destroy, to kill, and to annihilate the same words. Extensive. To what degree? Are we sure? We can give that much to that extent. No, absolutely not. Nobody has that. No, you can't. It's not in you. Bingo. Therefore, ministry leaves your hands. And what you have built by the world's power, the world's system, that is maybe increased numbers in your church, now it's not in that realm anymore. It's in God's realm. And what he can do to the extent he wants to do it in the lives that are in your church. Annihilate an entire army of any people or province which might attack them 
including children and women, and to plunder their spoil. These weren't mistakes. He was going to the very letter that the injustice, the avenue of injustice took. He was meeting it line by line, word for word, aspect with aspect, detail with detail. Yes. When we think about racial injustice, when we think about what refugees have endured, even by our own hands here in America. I'm not there in America. I'm in Germany, but I was raised in America. When we think about what baggage, what hurt, what annihilation, what, what life might be like in this marginalized, overlooked populace even down the street from us. It is overwhelming. And the extent of needs is going to be unfathomable. Congratulations. Ministry is no longer in your hands at that point. It's in God's. And we don't have to keep up. We have to obey. We don't have to control. We have to yield. We have to look. We have to see his face in every single face that is in our church. But notice what happens at the end. When we go through the work of restoration, when we go through the pain and the struggle of restoration, when we have decided to let people in our space, when we have decided to go the extent that the hurt and the, in, and the injustice goes. When we decide to go that way, however God leads, what are we going to find? That we have broken spiritual bondages and the doors are wide open for people to get saved. That is what's going to happen. Peace out. Again, thanks for listening. Catch the next part of this series, usually Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. You can also find Underground Crowds on Twitter, Patreon, Bandcamp, or undergroundcrowds.com.